Welcome to the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast with your hosts, Bud and Nadir, where aspiring champs come to get the latest and most accurate information to become top tier. Let's get on with the episode. Welcome back with another episode of Top Tier Tactics where we have your bust-proof players in not only your dynasty, but your redraft leagues that we are also excited for. Bud, how are you doing? I'm ready to get into it. I'm excited about my guys. I think this is a perfect segment. I think this is going to be a good one, but first, we got some big news in NFL headlines. NFL headlines. All right. All righty. I guess... I. I'll do the small baby news, and then you can do the big baby news. Okay. All right. So, of course, Cam Newton signed with the New England Patriots for a quick one-year deal that yeah. was, what, averaging about a million? Yeah, $1.05 million base salary. So, obviously, with all the incentives, he could make up to $7.5 million uh, in total. But... It's absolute steal for New England Patriots. I think it's a big deal for them. They didn't really have a lot of salary cap, obviously, and having them, a former NFL MVP in 2015 being able to at least try and get the start for the Patriots, which I think he will start this season at some point, maybe not the first week or two, just because like training camp um, that Nader was talking about a little bit earlier, maybe he can get into that, um, but there's 5.75 million in incentives. I think it's a perfect fit for him. If he wants to turn his career around, this is his opportunity right here, this one-year deal. Yeah, I was saying earlier that I think Stidman is still going to be the starting quarterback just due to the fact that they are really happy with him and there isn't going to be any OTAs, spring training, all that good stuff. So Cam Newton isn't going to really have a moment to showcase what he can do. I mean, now we're having conversations that there isn't going to be any preseason games. So how is Cam Newton supposedly going to beat out any quarterback on that depth chart as of right now? He is an NFL veteran. I mean, no matter what you say about Cam Newton, in my opinion, he's, he's a very talented quarterback, can obviously play very well for a team. And I think Patriots are the perfect fit for him. But there is probably going to be no training camp or minimal yeah. at all. So we'll see what happens. Stidham is there, obviously knows the system a little bit better, has had some time there, so we'll see. But, I mean, it's big news for the Patriots. It's a big upgrade from what they had, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. Could be. Possibly. Oh, it could be a big upgrade. Now, mm-hmm. I'll let you go with the uh, the other news. So Patrick Mahomes today got a 10-year, $450 million deal. We don't know all the contract situations about it, but there's a $140 million injury guarantee clause in there. Which is massive. To me, it seems like a baseball contract almost. It is a baseball contract. It's a game changer contract, in my opinion. And I'm sure we're going to find out that they can, you know, let let him go after four or five years if if it's not working out in that situation. But in baseball, these, these contracts happen for superstar players on a regular basis. This is unheard of in the NFL. And uh, it's just... It's it's massive. It's, it's massive. massive. So so I just did a quick Google uh, search. Yeah. And I already knew Mike Trout already had the uh, the highest MLB contract. Yeah. And he was signed twelve years, wow. four hundred twenty six million. So Mahomes not only eclipses his amount, but he's doing it in a shorter amount of time. So he currently owns the highest uh, athletic contract that there is to be owned. 
And I mean, since 2018, he's had 23.5 fantasy points average. That's that's points per game for a quarterback. He's that's quarterback one right there. 304 for passing yards. That's per game. That's quarterback one. 2.53 passing touchdowns per game, which is first. All those stats are first. Is he worth the money? Probably. I mean, probably. 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 We'll have to see how the contract splits up. But I mean, it was. That's a crazy deal. Yeah, that's so an absolute crazy. You, deal. you get you get offered a hundred or four hundred and fifty million. What do you do with that money? I I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I mean my family's <laughs> getting houses, dog. Yeah, <laughs> everyone's getting houses. How do you feel if you're Chris Jones and you're trying to get a contract restructured and Patty Mahomes gets four hundred million and you haven't got nothing yet? Well, one of them's the quarterback. One of them's the defensive tackle. <laughs> granted, granted, that's a really good. It's defensive a very tackle. good defensive it's tackle. Very good, but I mean, you would be hurt. It's like me slapping you in the face and being like, like, yeah, we're going to give you some money. And then you're talking about, oh, I'm going to hold out. And then you hear Patty Mahomes gets $450 million. Uh, I mean, it's a different animal. It's it's 100%. But it's got to hurt. You got to feel a little salty about it. You know know what you could do with $150 million? How much? Uh, Apparently, you can get $150 million Cam Newtons. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You can get $150 million James Winston's. (laughs) That's impressive. <laughs> That's absolutely impressive. Speaking of, uh, we, we, we forgot to touch on this, but you know quarterbacks that are oh, getting paid higher than God. Cam Newton? Uh, Stidham. Stidham, yes. more guaranteed money. Uh, Nick Foles. Uh, Foles. Uh, Winston, uh, technically. Taysom Hill. Taysom Hill. Uh, James, yeah, Winston. Uh-huh. Uh, Jacoby Brissett. Yes, that is true. Jacoby, say it again. Jacoby Brissett. Jacoby Brissett. If you bet this like two years ago, that's insane. You, that's insane. You, you would have made a boatload of cash. Yeah, but who would have who would have done something like this? I mean, um, in the NFL, things change drastically, like, like a snap in the finger, very, very quickly. And we've obviously seen that. Marcus Mariota is making more, and he's not even the starter. Oh my God! Yeah, yeah, that's huge. I mean, uh, Andy I would rather have Cam Newton than Marcus Mariota on the Oakland Raiders. I would. Andy uh, Dalton is currently Andy making Dalton's more. making um, more. I, I don't know who else is making. I more think at that I think point. every quarterback in the NFL is currently making more than Cam Newton. So, do we see a resurgence in Cam Newton? Tyler Tyler Taylor's probably making more. He might be. I, I would up. have to look it up. But do we see a resurgence on Cam Newton? Define a resurgence. A starter, he's going to be the starter next year for a different for the team. Pa- no for the Patriots. Wait. So hmm. the Patriots are after this one year they sign him for a, not a long term deal, maybe a two three year deal. I could see it. That's you logical. Know. I mean, the Patriots know how to create a scheme around a player and a troubled player. They've had troubled players on a regular basis. You know, Newton has had his issues, the car crash, all that kind of stuff. He hasn't been that much of a troublemaker. No, not really. But he is an absolute talent and. If he can stay healthy, the Patriots are going to look a lot better than I thought they were with Stidham. Yeah, Tyrell Taylor's kid are currently on two years up to $11 million. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, we would have to see if it's incentive or, or base, all that kind of stuff. But I'm excited about the bus-proof guys. Why don't we just get right into it? I'll let you start it off. Oh, you're going to let me start it off. I'll let you start it off. What, what a gentleman. Yeah, you, you seem on fire, hyped up right now. I'm, I'm, I'm a little juiced. I'm, I'm ready to go. It. I'll let you do it. My bus proof player is Allen Robinson. Huh. Okay. ADP is 39, wide receiver 16. Let's let's be totally honest here. The Bears offense obviously revolves around Allen Robinson. Who else do they have there? Jimmy Graham? 
<laughs> oh, okay, that's hilarious. All right. Yeah. It, they didn't fix the offensive line, which is going to hurt the run game already. David Montgomery really didn't show us much last year. Uh, that defense is is going to be a, is going to regress a little bit. Yes, that defense was very very good, but when you're that top tier, there is going to be a slight regression. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying drastically. So they are going to have to throw the ball. You have Nick Foles over in that area. Mitch Trubisky is not the answer, obviously. And Allen Robinson has been on the Jaguars with Blake Bortles. And still produced. Then he went on the Bears with Mitch Trubisky, which is Blake Bortles 2.0 pretty much, and produced. I'm not concerned about the quarterback aspect. He's been there and still produces on a regular basis with them. I think Robinson is is obviously one of the safer aspects. Taylor Gabriel also is gone from that team. That's 5.6, uh, 5.6 receptions per game or targets per game, sorry. Just waiting for Allen Robinson to get that. Okay, I mean, I, I could see it. It's just, it's not a pretty pick with with the offense. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's difficult for me to sit there and go. I trust Allen Robinson. I, I trust Allen Robinson now, on a regular basis. Yeah. Now I did have him in another league last year, and he was consistently putting up yep. points. He ended up being a very consistent staple on my team, mm-hmm. which was completely unexpected. Mm-hmm. He he never got less than five targets in a game. All of last year. Yes. Okay. His strength of schedule this year is ranked number well, is the best. So number one, the weakest strength of schedule for a wide receiver. So he's going to have matchups. Yeah. On a regular basis. Now he he he's not facing any strong secondaries in his division. I mean the Vikings, their 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 secondary regressed. Yeah. Uh, the Eagles. I mean not the Eagles. Uh, let's see the Packers. They don't really have anybody. Top tier, Jair Alexander would be considered pretty decent, but I don't think he's there in, a, in order to shut down Allen Robinson. Other than that, I don't really see any team in that division. I think he's going to be a target monster. I could see 160-plus targets this year, in my opinion, which is going to be a massive amount of volume, which is almost to a Michael Thomas-esque volume aspect, which is, which is drastic, which he's going to produce, in my opinion. That's why I have him so safe. That's my guy. Very excited about that. Yeah. I mean, on an ending note, I go ahead. No. And when you're getting him at wide receiver 16, you got to feel pretty comfortable with it. That means you've at least drafted one running back, probably at a wide receiver too. You're looking probably lower end third round, fourth round, maybe even drops in the fifth. Depends on who's looking at him and all that kind of stuff. So it's a good option there. Yeah, on an ending note, the Chicago Bears saved $450 million by taking Trubisky over Mahomes. Congratulations. Damn. I know. Damn, killing it. I ma- imagine saving that much money. Whew. Yeah, but you got Nick Foles that's <laughs> making a good amount of money. So, you know, we'll see. Why don't you go on your guy? Okay, so I will take another player that I know you really like. I love him. And I'm going to go with A.J. Brown. Let's see, from the Tennessee Titans, he has an average draft position of middle fourth round. And I just think he's absolutely buzz-proof because they just don't have receivers on that team that could eclipse him. They still have Tannehill. Mm. They got a good offensive line, and they drafted an O-lineman in the first round. And I feel like the defenses in that division are average at best. Okay. I mean, they have Corey Davis, which we've seen for three years, and a top-five pick, top-five wide receiver, top-five pick. Um really hasn't done anything and produced what he should have. And it's his fourth year, if I remember correctly. 
you should at least have a breakout in your third year as wide receiver. Sometimes it's a little slower. You got to learn schemes. You got to learn all that kind of stuff. And he hasn't shown up. And no, AJ Brown came out and absolutely demolished. He was my number one wide receiver in the draft. I was very high on him. Uh, we had some arguments about Metcalf and AJ Brown. Yes, Metcalf did. did very good. Uh, I'm Can't kudos to that. you. AJ Brown did phenomenal as well. Um, my only concern with AJ Brown is strength of schedule is pretty high. It's a very high running team, but the talent's there. Oh yeah. Uh, to me, he's going to be an All Pro to a Hall of Famer. He's an absolute workhorse. I love him. I, I love him absolutely. And Tannehill is very comfortable with AJ Brown. They don't really have any other options than Corey Davis and Jonu Smith. Uh, other than that, there's there's really no one there. Yeah, I mean, AJ, I mean, I expect Tannehill to throw the ball about 25 times a game, 30 at most. Say AJ Brown gets 10 of those targets, he's probably going to put up 100 yards and potentially a touchdown. I mean, he's got big play potential. He's just not a possession receiver that go gets the ball for 10, 15 yards, get you get yourself a point and a half, and then that's it. He's he's a big play. He he can get chunk plays and he could score the home run. We saw it last year on multiple jet sweeps where he just took one and then all of a sudden 80 yards down the field, there you go. You ended up with 20 fantasy points. Yeah, I mean, when you have 52 receptions on 84 targets and 1,051 yards and eight touchdowns, I mean, you're a big play just waiting to happen at Mm -hmm. that point. Uh, Three rushes, two, one touchdown, (laughs) 60 yards. I mean, it's a big play waiting to happen. Hopefully that that target volume increases a lot because, I mean, think if you had a target volume of A.J. Brown, 160 mm-hmm. targets a game, which it would be massive. I would be ecstatic if he got 110 targets to 100 targets this year, which I think is very reasonable. And maybe there's a little regression on yards for reception, which is 20 last year. Yes. But still, he's, he's going to be productive. He's going to be that main guy there. And you have to remember, this is potentially half the year's worth of production. Mm-hmm. I mean, Mar- Mariota was that quarterback last uh, Who was that? first half of the year. Who was that? Mariota. Mariota? Marcus Mariota. Marcus Mariota. Uh, uh, on the Raiders. Never, never heard of her. Yeah. He's on the Raiders <laughs> making more than Cam Newton. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, hurt. I mean, he, he was the quarterback the first half of the year, and you could probably do a comparison of first half to second half numbers. I guarantee you three-fourths of those numbers are in the second half of they the year. They were hot. They were hot they were at the hot. end of the year. They were very hot at the end of the year. So, it's going to be very interesting to see if they step up and – you know, start the year off very well. The strength of schedule is there's, it's going to be hard. Denver is a very good defense. They start off with Denver week one, Jacksonville's week two. You know, that defense is, is, is on the downtrend, right? Uh, Minnesota will be a good matchup, but you have Pittsburgh, you have Buffalo. Buffalo, If they can get through that first stretch, I mean, week, week 16, you have green Bay, Detroit week 15, you know, those playoff aspects. And then Jacksonville week 14, you, they could look a little bit juicy. juicy. Um, we'll have to see. I, I, I love that one. I okay. love that one. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Know? you. Thank I want you to go you. to your next one. You want me to go? I, 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 I like this guy as well. Okay. You know, I think we're on the same page on a lot of these picks. Okay. So just before we do end up going to the next pick, I do want to list out a couple people in that fourth round averaging in his area. Okay. Uh, so David Montgomery. No. Would you rather have? I would probably do AJ Brown. AJ Brown? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm not. I think David Montgomery could make a jump. But he's, you're risking a lot with a fourth-round pick. Okay. You know, maybe you could get Allen Robinson in the fourth round. You, you probably could. You know, so I would feel way more comfortable in there. You can definitely lose your draft in the beginning of the draft. 
Oh yeah. By, by oh, far. Yeah. By for sure far. That, that's where you, you know, will so, make it. So I'm going to try to eliminate as much risk as I can in the beginning of the draft and then middle to lower end, depending on how my draft looks, do some high upside risks. Okay. So the first Zach Ertz. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm probably going to wait on a tight end. I would wait on a tight end. Okay. So now AJ Brown and Allen Robinson are relatively in the same area. Robinson. Four four and a half pick, you're going Robinson. I would go Robinson. You're going Robinson. Yeah. We right. should write this down so we can so we can, so we track, can track it. it. Yeah, okay, we'll, we'll will, track it. That would be a nice little, little It's in the game Google the Docs. Season. It's okay. in the Google Perfect. Docs. Perfect. So I will take AJ Brown just because okay. I trust him a little bit more. Okay. All right, but now let's move on to my second one, and that's gonna be Austin Eckler with the average draft position of three point three right now, which I think is unbelievable. That is a steal. I would be comfortable taking him in the second round if that's saying anything. If you're doing a half PPR or a PPR league, I think there's a massive option. I mean, oh, yeah. 108 targets last year. Obviously, 92 receptions. I, I think there's going to be a, a, a regression. I don't think you're going to have 100. I don't think so. I think it's going to go up. You think it's going to go up? I think it's going to go so up. So what are you thinking targets-wise and receptions then? If it's I, 108, you think it's going to go 110, 120? I'm thinking like 125. Oh, my God. Because you have to think about it. Melvin Gordon was there taking half of his snaps. I get it. it it's hard to see. It's hard for me to be so confident on that aspect. I love Austin Eckler. And I think he, if he stays healthy, he's going to be absolutely great. Um, oh, yeah. especially with a rookie quarterback or a Tyrod Taylor, they're going to try to do check downs. They're going to try to feel comfortable. Exactly. I also think they're going to try to throw it to Hunter Henry a good amount. You know, young quarterbacks like to get to their tight ends. It's kind of a safety blanket, but uh, yeah. I mean, he can't get game scripted out. He, he's basically right now a Walmart McCaffrey, if you will. What he, do you, he just can't get game scripted out. They're losing. Okay. Dump it off to him. They're winning. All right. He's milking the clock. What do you think about like a a lower end Matt Forte? Lower end, uh, I think he could be better. You think he could be better than Matt Forte? Yeah, he's still young. I mean, numbers aren't don't lie. Numbers I don't mean, lie. It's, it's 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 looking pretty good. He so will he, be an RB one. He will be next year. He will be a first round draft pick. Next year. Next year he will be a first round draft pick. You're talking about this year, this draft. So, so no, this draft now. Okay, next so, year. Yeah, next year draft. Following, not this one, the one after this one. He will be a first round draft pick. Yeah, I mean, he's twenty five. I, I could see it. I mean, I definitely could see it. I'll let you look so, at the strength of schedule real quick. So that's what I. That's where I pop to. Cincinnati. Easy. Kansas City. Easy. Carolina. Easy. You got Tampa Bay, which uh, can do a little bit. Tough. New Orleans can play a little bit. Jets can be a little bit. But then you have Miami, Jacksonville, the Raiders. Our defense is not very good. Uh, Denver is very good. Buffalo, good. New England. You know, that, that late stretch is a little rough. But, yeah, I mean, he is going to be very productive in a half PPR or a PPR league. He's oh, going to yeah. be a very safe play as long as he's healthy. He yeah. he will be an RB one, and a wide receiver three, at worst. This year, that could definitely win you leagues oh, yeah. by by far. I mean, a lot, a lot of people were talking about how McCaffrey won them leagues two years ago. <laughs> when it won them this year, yeah, exactly. It was just but, destroyed this year. Yeah, but if you, if you didn't win your league with McCaffrey, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I'm telling you that right now, you're doing something wrong. You know who I'm talking to. You know who I'm talking to. Oh, yeah, we know. I know. I know um, talking about. Are you good with Eckler? You yeah. want anything else to add? Uh, let's just go a little quick comparison with okay. other people drafted around him. Okay. Uh, James Conner. 
Eckler. Eckler. Okay. Uh, that's a tough one for me. I will go with Eckler because he's a little bit healthier. I mean, if you're going, if you're going, if you think he's going to be a wide receiver three to a uh, RB one, James Conner does not have that upside at all. Uh, not even close. You have Jalen Samuels that can catch that. Jalen Samuels can catch that catch that ball out of backfield. I think they're. You got Ben Roethlisberger back a little bit. I don't think James Conner is going to be to that extent. That's that's super high compared to Austin Eckler. So I think Eckler would be for sure the bet. That's just my opinion. Yeah. On so it. I would take Eckler, mm-hmm. but James Conner has a safer offense. Probably okay. a better offensive line, better quarterback, yeah. better system. Better offensive line by far. Yeah. Roethlisberger's coming back. Um, and then Juju hopefully will get back on track. Yeah. So yeah. Thielen to Eckler? Uh, we're talking third round. Yes. Right now Thielen is averaging 3.2. I'm pretty high on Thielen. Yeah, he I was like honestly he was honestly one of my bus proof guys to think. I mean, Stefan Diggs is gone. I think he had uh, 72 uh, targets over in Minnesota, if I remember correctly. So, I mean, that's a lot of targets going to Thielen. I really like Justin Jefferson, but you do have to think he is a rookie. It's going to take him a little bit to get used to Kirk Cousins, especially without a training camp. Adam Thielen could be an absolute monster like he was in the beginning of the year and then the years past when he broke out randomly. Oh, yeah. So, I mean... I'm going to have to go with Thielen, but it's nothing to knock on Eckler. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. I will. I would probably take Eckler just because I had Thielen last year and mm-hmm. having and knowing that every week you're not sure if Thielen's starting or not, and then all of a sudden last minute he's not starting. He did that all the year. The injury concerns. The, are, he, are, he has an injury there. concern. Yes, um, for sure. How about Lev Bell? That's why Justin Jefferson could be a uh, high could play be very sneaky. with Thielen being hurt be very a lot. Sneaky, you know? yeah. I love my Jefferson. All right, so Lev Bell? He's going uh, 3.4. I'm right going now. Eckler. Eckler? Yeah, I, I can't trust Adam Gase. That's yeah, it. I don't trust Adam Gase. I, That's actually a very what are, fair point. What are you doing? <laughs> what are point. you doing? I don't, I don't, I, I'm not going to get into it with him. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't do it. I got a comment the other day about Adam Gase. I'm going to make a video about it. Adam. I'm getting fired up. Oh. I'm getting a little fired up. All right. So while you're fired up, you can go in your pick now. Oh. My bust proof guy is Cooper Cup. ADP's 29, wide receiver 11. Okay. Uh, through the first five weeks of the season was wide receiver three overall. And he did that the year before too, before he got hurt. So, I mean, he, he's a monster week six through 12 was wide receiver 33. Um, weeks 13 through 17 was wide receiver nine Uh, around 30 routes run per game, 16 red zone receptions, number three in the NFL. Hmm. Not bad. Not bad. Not bad. bad. Even despite Higby breaking out, Still had 134 targets last year. With Brandon Cooks being gone, that's 72 targets to spread around that offense. I can see him even getting more targets, which would be massive. That's fair. With Cooks being gone. And, you know, end of the season with five straight TDs in games. Five games in a row with TDs. I also think with Gurley being gone, they're going to have to transfer and and pass a lot more with Goff. And I think they'll be behind in games too because – they haven't been playing very well. They they are a very good team. McVay is going to have to get that offense back on track. And without Gurley, I think they're going to have to throw a lot of short passes this year, which is right in Cooper Cup's wheelhouse. He also had an ACL tear. It's, it was about 10 months. He's going to be fully healthy this year. It takes a little while to recoup with that ACL and feel super comfortable with it. I absolutely think he's going to be very safe pick as long as he's healthy long term. Very safe. I think this is a good pick. 
Especially now that Cooks is gone. He doesn't, other than Robert Woods, I don't really see too much competition around him. Uh, only concern with him would be injury concerns, and uh, the, he has an, he is in a very strong division. Yes, I'm, I got him marked right down there. Okay, yes, so yes, I mean, yes. the Niners' secondary, I mean, it's a little slow, but it's very good, with, especially with that pass rush. Um, the Seahawks, they could be iffy on the secondary, but yeah. I mean, they always find a way to make plays on the defensive side. Uh, the Cardinals, they do have Patrick Peterson, but... Uh, Sometimes that defense gets exposed. Yeah, Patrick Peterson likes to play on the outside mainly. Robert Woods is going to mainly play on the outside. Cooper Cup is probably going to be a little bit on the outside, a little bit on the inside. Uh, it depends on Josh Reynolds is going to be that mm-hmm. other outside receiver. But I think Cooper Cup will definitely play in the slot a lot, which will give him a lot of opportunity to play cornerbacks that will not be able to handle his situation, have that better play pretty much. I think that's a fair point. I do definitely like Cooper Cup. Uh, what's his ADP? 2.9? 2. 2, right? uh, 29. 29. So 29th pick roughly so in that range. I'm going to guess so, me that's late second round. Probably late second round. You know, it, it's a it's a little high, I think, for the ADP in general, but it is wide receiver 11, which you're hoping to be a low-end wide receiver 1. I think he's going to be a safer-end pick. Could be a wide receiver 1 to... You know, a high wide receiver one to a lower, lower wide receiver one to maybe a top second rounder. Yeah, okay. A wide receiver two, pretty much. You know, you know what you're kind of going to get when he's in the game. Yeah, I, I feel opinion. I feel like he has a very high floor. So you, yeah, it's kind of like an Allen Robinson where you know he's going to get some targets. Yeah, he's going to get his receptions and mm-hmm. he's going to get his yards. Yeah, uh, I don't see anybody on that team that can punch it in in the goal line. Mm-hmm. So I feel like he's going to get a lot of sweep opportunities, a lot of just little quick slants. Yes. Stuff that Cooks ran last year and before I think he Ro- got hurt. I think Robert Woods is also a very good play too. You know, Robert it, Woods, you can't go wrong with You him can't either. go wrong with either of them. I'm higher on Cooper Cup. I think they have Jared Goff and him have a very good connection. I don't see him going anywhere as long as he's staying healthy. And I think he's just going to keep producing as long as he's healthy and ready to go. And there's more targets to be spread around, so I don't see any issues with him being more productive than he was last year. Alrighty, I think you kind of knocked this one out of the park. I really I th- like these picks. I think you killed it as well, sir. Thank you, thank you, sir. So comment, subscribe. You got anything else to add on this? Uh, make sure, obviously, as we have said before, top tier tactics fantasy football is on YouTube, where of course you could see our beautiful faces and see the podcast happen live and of course if you're watching this on youtube then you can follow the podcast at top tier tactics on any type of podcasting platform at this point um but make sure to get ready for our next video which i think we're going to talk about like the top 10 players you must have in your lineup or do you want to go to the opposite side and talk about busts I would like to do a little bus. You like to do bus? I'd like a little do a bus. Why don't you guys comment and see, and then we'll go over it. But I think bus, bus, bus is going to be a good one. That's a and good one. And then maybe we do the top ten after that. Yeah, we'll, well, I mean, we're going to do both. But yeah. which one first? Whew. We'll figure it out. Coin. All right. All right. Good luck, everybody. Sounds good. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Top Tier Tactics Fantasy Football Podcast. Don't forget to visit us on the web at tttfantasyfootball.com. 
and follow us on Instagram at Top Tier Tactics. If you enjoy the show, be sure to subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts too.